Welcome to What Are You Sporting About podcast, a podcast about business, employment, sports, and entertainment to help educate, support, and guide you to your next level. Here's your host, Attorney Savania DeBarros. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of What Are You Sporting About podcast. I am your host, Savania DeBarros, the protector of athletes. And just to reintroduce myself to you, I am the founder of what are you sporting about the podcast, which was inspired by my best-selling book? If you're watching this, you can see the book at the bottom of the screen. What are you sporting about? Also, the founder of the S. Elderbarros Law Firm, where we represent six and seven-figure business owners, including athletes in business, and we also represent individuals in employment, sports, and entertainment. But today, I have an amazing guest who is here to shed some light and information on how you can ramp up your business in different ways. Um, so I have Miss Fabian Raphael yes. on the podcast today. I'm so excited. We actually, we met on LinkedIn and we have been connecting ever since. And um, based on what I've seen her do and uh, attending some of her lives, the information is so great that I, I really wanted wanted to have her here on the podcast so that she can also feed you guys with information to help you better yourselves. So let me just introduce Miss Fabienne really quick to you guys, and then I'm going to have her uh, tell you a little bit more about her. So she is a online business coach, a speaker, and a podcaster, and she's a former professional athlete, all right? So with her one-on-one coaching and mastermind group, she helps achievers monetize their knowledge so they can fire their boss. And a lot of you, I know you're ready to fire your boss, okay? Her background in radio and television hosting allowed her to conduct unique interviews on her top-ranked marketing to crush your competitor's podcast, where she has broadcasted 300 episodes. And through the course of her career, she has even hosted her own TV show. That's amazing. Miss Fabian has also been featured on platforms like Forbes, ABC, Fox, CBS, Inc., and Huffington Post. And she's appeared on over 30 podcasts such as Coffee Chief Radio and Entrepreneur on Fire. So as a former elite athlete and physical therapist, Fabian brings a high level of energy, radiance, and authenticity to lead her clients to a thriving business that meets their expectations. Thank you so much, Ms. Fabian, for being here today. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. It's amazing. It's amazing. You've already accomplished so much. But the first question I want to ask you is what skills did you receive from the sport, like from being an athlete that's helped you to translate that into business to really climb up as far as you have uh, to reach that level of success that a lot of people dream of having? Yeah, I, I feel that what the sports world has brought the most mm-hmm. is uh, actually focusing on achieving a goal. So very focused. Also, the importance of being well surrounded. So having great coaches. And, and the other thing is resilience, because when you're in sports, you face so many challenges from you know, getting cut on a selection for a very important competition to losing an important game um, to having injuries and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I feel that it really, you know, it really shaped me in that sense. 
but also the fact that, you know, I had the chance to play team handball. So it was a team sport. And when you play in a team, it's like a micro society, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to deal with different people. They're not necessarily all of them, your friends, but Mm -hmm. you have to find a way to work together as a team because the goal is the same and everyone's, everyone's duty is important. So everyone has to perform at their highest level if we want to get the highest results. Um, so So it also brought me into, you know, opening my mind to accepting or understanding different personalities and dealing with several types of people and being able to still form a team and have success, success in many games because we were able to do that together. Yeah. And I'm glad that you said that because I, I actually mentioned that, I don't know if it was on another podcast or just speaking to somebody about the team dynamic atmosphere. So whether as an athlete, you have a, you have a team dynamic, right. That you have to follow. Um, even if you're in an individual sport, like I was in track and field, still the overall goal of the team is the same. Although you have your, your intimate individual type goals that you strive to meet for your own particular reason, but it still has to aggregate to the total goal of what the team is. And that's so important because when you take that from an athletic perspective, translate that into business, it's the same thing. Different people come in with different skills. They have different jobs that they need to do, but the goal of the business is still the same, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then and then if I can take it to my situation, like for the coaching business that I have. So when I work with clients, well, mm-hmm. not only my work is important because I have a certain knowledge and I want to help them, you know, to lead them into achieving their goals. But their role is also important because they have their expertise, they have their skills. And also it's important that they implement if Mm -hmm. you want to get to these results. So again, it's teamwork. And uh, if you're not able to work as a team or on a team, then no one has ever succeeded alone anyways. True, true. In anything, (laughs) in anything. So I want to dive into another question um, on the same topic, but why do you think athletes are such great business owners? Um, I feel that, uh, you know, as athletes, we go through so much. um, And uh, like sometimes it's in a short period of time, it's very intense and you got to cope with a ton of things, uh, things in a short period of time and adapt and continue and go forward. Um, so as an athlete, first of all, just being selected into being in a, you know, team Canada or an elite team or a professional sport, it means mm-hmm. a lot because it means that your work ethics were great. Your talent was not enough and you had to push through for, for the, the coaches, for the organizations to witness your talent and your expertise yeah. into what you're doing as a sport and select you. So just starting with that, the work ethics of an athlete is is just amazing. So if if the athlete is very serious about succeeding in business, for me, I feel that there's nothing that's going to stop him, nothing going to stop her, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing is about um, things can happen in a glimpse of an eye, like injuries. 
So when you get injured, sometimes it takes you out of the game for a few days, sometimes for a few months, and some athletes it end their careers. Correct. So basically it forces you to being able to adapt to the situation and find other ways to cope with it and actually reach out a lot of times for help for psychological help or you know mental health or you know your 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 coach or or anyone that could help you go through that period. And then you have to come back and still be able to perform so you can get selected again. Mm -hmm. right? So that's another, I feel that this is another very great quality that yeah. athletes have because it means that, you know, they get hit, but they don't, they don't give up because they got hit. Most of them, yeah. they keep going forward. And sometimes, yes, it ends the career because it's too serious or whatsoever, mm -hmm. but at least they have had that experience of dealing with this before maybe, and then have more of the skills and the tools to be able to overcome it. Right. So to me, like they're kind of like relentless uh, to what's, what's happening. And I feel that uh, a lot of, you, you know, that a lot of businesses fail because, you know, people give up way too soon. And sometimes they're very Correct. close to accomplishing something but they decide it's not working out and they just let go. But I feel mm -hmm. that athletes, they have that extra push and they, mm -hmm. can, they can keep going for, for a while until it works. So yeah. it's not like they don't give up until it works. Yeah. The resilience. Yeah. Um, having that resilience is so, is so important. And especially as a new entrepreneur, and I know a lot of athletes don't really see themselves as entrepreneurs, but they really are. You know, the, the game itself is business. You are in business from the moment you sign that contract. You are in business. And um, so I think a lot of people, especially athletes, don't recognize themselves as being entrepreneurs. And once the game is over, there's a little confusion about, okay, what do I do now? But failing to recognize you've been resilient for so long. You know, you have persevered through everything to get to where you are, where you were, you can still use that same mindset to carry you for, forward in your next phase. But then we have some other individuals. So if we're talking to another business owner who does not have an athletic background, um, not saying that they've never been resilient before, but maybe they are the type of person where I, I want this to be perfect before I actually launch. Why is that a problem? I have a problem with the word perfection. Uh, I feel that it shouldn't exist because to me, perfection is just an, an illusion. Um, so perfection is actually a hurdle because, you know, you always feel that you need to learn more and study more yeah. and buy this extra course and read this extra book and, you know, spend your time at your desk planning and evaluating mm -hmm. and calling people and, you know, like just dreaming about it, but not necessarily doing anything with it. Yeah. <laughs> so you have plans, right? Because I'm saying that and I'm laughing because the majority of the clients I work with, like these are people that have been, you know, having that business in mind for years, but for some reason they never took action on it. And something happens like midlife or they realize kids have grown and I, I'm done with this and Am mm -hmm. I going to still work at the same job for an extra 15, 20, 30 years? And they right. freak out and they're like, I should do something for myself. Um, so, mm -hmm. so the best way actually to get started is to actually get started. Um, right. 
I feel that if you ask anyone that started a business, they've never started like when it was perfect. I mean, it's it's a constant evolution process. Yeah. Like every yeah. day you become someone different and what you created today might change next year or in five right. years because you evolve as a person, because you get to learn about yourself and your clients more yeah. or better. And then you realize that if you if you chose that path and it's not really satisfying you, then you can mm -hmm. switch and adapt right. and, you know, serve other people or start another business whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I feel that, you know, either with athletes that have been identifying themselves, maybe only with their sports right. or other professionals that graduated at something and then feel that they're stuck working in that area of expertise forever. Mm -hmm. Then again, what I answer is that, well, same thing as I just said about business, you become someone else, you evolve, you have, um, you know, you have life experiences. Correct. Sometimes you might have like a big breakup or someone you met on a trip and you realize that uh, you have a passion for something that you never thought you did before. Mm -hmm. And you decide to put your energy into that and helping people into, into something that you, you feel that you can help them with. Right. So, so the, the thing, my message is this is like, if you're overthinking it, it well, and if it's too much in your head, then it will never happen as long as it stays in your head. Ideas yeah. are great, but they're not very lucrative. Yeah. If you don't That's, do anything with them. Right. That, you know, per, being a perfectionist is still an issue that I work with <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you one thing. So going to law school and clerking, so my, my first full year of clerking, I was at here in Illinois, I was at the Cook County State Attorney's office. And seeing how fast these prosecutors are turning over files and need motions to argue and they needed, you know, research really, really quick, or they needed me to draft a motion really, really quick. It was so fast paced. That was the moment where I was like, okay, I don't have time to be perfect on it. I just need to get the meat in here, <laughs> say what needs to be said and keep it moving. You know what I mean? Um, and so you're right about evolving. When I launched my law firm as a new law grad bar at Mitty, I had no idea what I was doing. And so the people who I was initially serving were not the people I wanted to serve, but I knew I needed to make money. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then as I learned the business and I learned what it is that I wanted to do, and became more in tune with myself, it was easier to say, okay, this is not going to be perfect, but I, I have to get something in place where I can adequately serve the people that I want to serve the right way. You know what I mean? And you're right, because there's so many, there's so many entrepreneurs out there who are stuck or afraid to start because things don't look perfect from the outset. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that in itself, it, it keeps them, it keeps them um, in a stagnated position to where they're unable to truly fulfill their dreams or their goals because of that perfectionism type mindset. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and the thing I love to say is, you know, the knowledge that you've acquired up to now, it has value. Correct. So even if you are a business virgin, you don't know anything about, about business, but you could still, you still have that expertise 
you still Correct. went to school for it or you've gone through something in your life and you know that you can help others with it. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you're sure or have that certainty that you can deliver results, then you can, get, then you can make money out of it. If someone is actually looking for the problem that you can solve. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I, and I think on that tip, there's so many people, myself included, you know, as, as we grow and we really dive deep into our own selves and what our value positions are, then we start to realize that, oh, wow, I already have this ability here. You know, things that we may have discounted before. And because there's no one around or no environment where um, people are saying, well, hey, look, don't you remember you did X, Y, and Z? Well, if no one's really pulling that out of your, out of you, then you don't even recognize that you have some great, you know, some great things about you that you've done, you've accomplished that you can monetize on. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You're so, so right when you say that because, um, you know, when it, when it's so natural to you, mm-hmm. you feel that it's, it doesn't really have value. Like a lot of people have problems with that. So they'd be like, well, I can't charge for that. To me, it's so easy, right? So, but the thing is, like, a lot of people will pay a lot of money to do what you do in five minutes because for them, it could take them like weeks. Right. You could solve that problem into five minutes or into, I don't know, a few hours because of your experience, because of your expertise, because of your gift. Mm -hmm. And people are ready to pay for it. So, so yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Now that's a great segue into my next question because you are a business coach. You help people to leave their job. So they fired their boss. Literally, you help them to find those skills that they already have and develop that into a business. Tell me a little bit about that. Okay. So most of the people that I work with, well, Oh, surprise, they are also high achievers. I'm sure you're not surprised about this. Um, but they are people that know that they have an expertise. So they know they're great at something. They just don't know what next step to take in mm-hmm. order to make that a business. So all of the professionals that I'm helping, they have like, um, they know their talent, they know their expertise, they know their gift, and they just want to turn it as a business, as a coaching business. So what we're working on is for, for first thing first is how to get uh, their first, second, third clients the quickly mm-hmm. as possible. So we work on creating their their high end offer. So how can they create their offer so it could be the most appealing possible to the people that they want to serve? Um, and then they learn about, because uh, I develop what I call the dream method. So they design their, uh, their dream offer. They reinforce their sales skills. So anything that has to do with, you know, when you connect with people, either on network or social media, or when you have them on a call, how to transfer that person into just a prospect to becoming a client. And hence, you know, like and trust factor, that's the E. And that means, you know, when you do business with someone, if you don't know anything about them, well, the chances you're going to do business with them are very low. So uh, working on people knowing about you, liking you and trusting you into, you know, knowing that they can get the results with investing with you. 
Um, and then add many clients to your business with your personalized marketing strategy. I don't really believe into cookie cutter strategies. You know, there are many marketers out there saying, well, do as I say or do as I do. And you'll get and the same work for everybody. Right? Yeah. It doesn't work. Everyone's mm-hmm. unique, right? And mm-hmm. your skills or your strengths are not necessarily mine. So yeah. we have to bring your strengths forward in your marketing for it to work. If yeah. you hate if you hate video and we base your whole marketing strategy out of video, guess what? You'll look bad on video mm-hmm. and it won't be good for your self-esteem or reputation. Yep. And it will take you forever to get your first clients. On the other end, if you love to give interviews, audio interviews, well, guess what? We're going to put that energy into like having mostly audio interviews or if you love writing whatsoever. So we'll mm-hmm. create the strategy out of what you're strong at. Um, and then make your clients your forever fans. That's your, the M. So thinking about how these clients that you are, you know, uh, serving, how can you serve them the longest possible? How could you be their guide in several mm-hmm. aspects of their evolution? Because what some people tend to forget is that sometimes they're like, well, I'll have that client. And let's say my program is, I don't know, you have a program that's six weeks. Okay. Six weeks. Bye bye. And then they go away. But the there's there are chances that in another segment of their evolution in business or in life or whatsoever you help them with that they yeah. might need your guidance for something else so i also help my clients thinking about the long term or how how they could think about how they can serve their clients not only at the beginning of their journey but also like supporting them eventually because mm-hmm. that's the cheapest part of like, like the cheapest marketing aspect is when you Re resign your clients that you already have for something yep. else because this is zero dollars, <laughs> right? Right. But and the benefit to the client though is exponential. You know that's one thing that as I evolved as a lawyer and the the first lawyer in my family, the first person to own an actual law business, that was what I moved into was finding ways to serve my clients over a long period of time and hopefully to have them become a lifelong client because when I know I know what you've started with and now I can guide you through an entire process and see your business grow help you to protect yourself along the way it strengthens the business right but it also strengthens that business relationship and now it's more than just I'm your lawyer you're my client it's really a family it's a family of of advisors and people that you trust and people that you can call and consult with if you have any kind of issues but I think what people don't realize is, especially um, when you're pretty much dipping your toe into the entrepreneurial pool, um, you know, they're looking for the one-off clients. But from a marketing standpoint, you will always be on the cusp of just, you know, spending tons of money, just constantly trying to bring new people in the door. And it's, it's exhausting. It is. It's so yeah. exhausting, you know. Um, and I love what you said about creating or designing plans for your clients. So it's not, it's not so cookie cutter. You know, one thing a lot of people don't know about me, and I'm probably going to do a live or something on this at some point, but I lost $12,000 on a program for law business owners that didn't help me because they didn't understand what I was trying to do. They didn't understand what my demographics or my, my market looked like here in Chicago. You know, Chicago, when I say Chicago, it's like Chicago land, you know, a lot of different other cities that um, border the city. 
but they didn't understand that. It was, this is what our plan is. This is what we're going to teach you, regardless of the fact that all of that stuff is not going to work for me. No matter how much I said, I'm like, well, how do I, how do I modify this for what I'm trying to do? And so hopefully this, this episode will save people from going out there, making some of the mistakes that I have made, that you probably have made, that other people have made. Because when folks come and they talk about the great stuff that they're doing, it doesn't mean that they started off being great. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone has had their moments where it's like, okay, well, I lost something or I paid too much for this. But when you know better, you start doing better. And so if you need help, then that's the moment where you want to have a coach come on board who is dedicated and invested to helping you modify your plan so that it works for you. And the key word that you said here is dedicated, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's that's what was missing in this place where you invested those $12,000 because they weren't dedicated into you getting the results, right? They were more concerned about you implementing their, their method, which was not a great fit for you. For me. But they didn't really care about that. Mm -hmm. So they cared more about getting your 12,000 than getting you to succeed at what you're doing. Right. And I feel that right now, as we're talking, a lot of businesses are like that. Mm -hmm. A lot of coaches are great marketers. So they, they tell you what you want to hear, but then when you get into it, you realize that they don't really care. Yeah. So it's important that you do, you do your homework with, you know, talking to the person, um, asking all the questions that you must ask and, uh, and just really understanding if the person is sincere, honest, and authentic in front of you and Mm -hmm. really dedicated into you succeeding at what you're doing. Because like coaching, yes, it's a, it's teamwork, but not only on the part of the person participating, but also like the coach himself, herself has to do the job, right? So, um, so I feel also that if you are able to stand out, stand above the others, just by being more concerned and listening to your clients and Mm -hmm. making sure that they are satisfied and doing like the extra, going the extra mile compared to the others, then seriously, I mean, you'll never have a problem having clients because so many other people get this so wrong. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Absolutely true. So we so we know we've already covered that you have this amazing program, coaching program, um, the dream method. I want to ask you, though, have there been challenges for you in this business? Because it does seem like there's so many different types of business coaches these days. Is the market too saturated for you? Um let me let me know. Talk to me a little bit about that. Okay. So the, the fact that you know a lot of people love to say that the coaching biz, the coaching market is saturated, and I feel that you know people are saying that just to make people panic for no reason. Like there are so many people, on <laughs> and uh, I mean, coaching business now it's online and it could be virtual and it's international. So please, like you not having clients, I mean, 
Okay. So, so the thing the thing about um, getting your clients is just like owning who you are, expressing really your 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 true self. I mm-hmm. feel that sometimes, and I had that problem when I contemplated uh, the online possibilities, which was way longer before I officially did something online because I was mm-hmm. one of those thinking too much and being a perfectionist and scared mm-hmm. about selling anything and not knowing if. Ever someone would pay me for right. what I know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I remember that the first time that I really started to do something online, I was trying to modelize someone too much, and mm-hmm. it came out as you know not myself, right? Mm-hmm. So at a certain point, you you do stuff, and you're like, wait a minute, this is supposed to work, and it's not working. Well, guess what? It's because this is not you. Like if you if you try to modelize too much or be someone that you're not, then people recognize that, and they can't necessarily okay. pinpoint it like that, but they feel that something's not right, so they don't go forward with it because they feel it's not right. Um. So so what I what I love about like the let's say the progression that I've done over the years and mm-hmm. how much I've worked on myself is that when people sign up with me or when they see me live or they see me on a calls that with my mastermind group, well, mm-hmm. who they see is and who they saw online or what I was writing, exactly the same person. And they're like, right. oh my God, like you're just like, you know, in your videos or you're just like yep. what I read about you or you're just like, yes, that's me. What you see yep. here is myself because I've worked on it. And also like I, I've understood that it's it's not worth it to try to do what others are doing. You know yep. what feels right for you and you just do it. And that's your own way. And that's how you attract the people that will actually become your forever fans because yep. they will be. They will be um, they will be fun of your work, but also like they they have a, a, a big respect for what you do and how you make their life change. Because coaching is about is about changing lives. I always yeah. say that you're in the business of changing lives. And mm-hmm. when each and sep- and every one of my clients like have already testified this to me, you change my life. So this is, amazing. this is amazing. This is extremely mm-hmm. fulfilling. So this is where we want to get as coaches. If no one has ever told you that, like how, you know, a big relief they had out of working with you or how, yeah. like how their life is so much less stressed because they, they delegate all that part uh, to your business, then you're changing lives. I mean, that's yep. what you're doing. Um, so. Yep. So if people are not ready to do that, then the coaching business is not for them. And if they don't have that um, capacity of putting themselves in the place of the other person, of their client, if they yeah. don't have that empathy, same thing. Eventually, it's it's just going to fail. Yeah, yeah. No, that was very well said. Um, authenticity is is key. It reminded me of a post. So I was on a different podcast and the podcast host put a clip of me on LinkedIn and one of my former guests that I had on the show, also an athlete in Greece, um, she commented on the post and she was like, that's exactly who Savanya is. That's exactly who she's, who she is, you know, and it just makes me feel so good because people who meet me, I don't have time to be anything other than Savannah. It takes too much time, too much energy to try and mold myself into somebody that I will not be able to sustain. (laughs) you know and so at some point when you're serving these people you don't want to switch gears on them like that and then they're like 
well, who is this? You know, I I didn't sign up for this. That's going to cut into your bottom line big time. So authenticity is, is key. And I do want to say, I think a lot of people out there too who are afraid to take the leap to own their own business or, or monetize the skills that they have, um, they're probably already being a coach to someone and just not labeling labeling it as a coach. Like I wouldn't have considered myself being a coach, but as I represent my clients, somebody said the other day, um, I was on this this athlete's panel and the host was like, yes, Avanya will, she's going to help you, but she's going to talk to you too. <laughs> you know, coaches do that. You want people who really have your best interest. And I, I said, I said, absolutely. Yeah. I, I get all my clients because look, you need to know it's real out here. If, you, if you're going to come to me for help, then I need you to take the help. But if you're going to try to do this yourself, then there's no need for me, right? So you have to be authentic. Hey, if you if you are a coach, you're a coach. You may not use the label, but don't stay stuck and not moving forward, taking that leap into something that will actually will probably free up your life and, and give you the lifestyle that you really, really, really want. Yeah, and yeah. actually, um, you know, like when you when you decide to keep it all for yourself, it's like a little bit selfish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because like you know, if you have yeah. all that talent and all those gifts, then you know you could serve so many people, and you decide just to you know dim your light and keep it yeah. for yourself. It's like it's it's as if like you're not really expressing your life mission, right? Right, yeah. what you were born to do. So uh, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's a must. Yeah. Where can people find you, follow you, and sign up for this dream method course or <laughs> consult? Yeah. yeah. So um, there are several ways on social media. On I'm I'm mostly on Facebook and LinkedIn, so they can connect with me there. Uh, my website is fabianrafael.com forward slash coaching if you want to know more about the coaching part. And then I have a free training that they can listen to, and it's the three pillars to a successful coaching business. And this is at go.fabianrafael.com forward slash webinar. So I can send you these links if you want to put them down. But uh, but these are really the places where you can find me or you just Google my name. <laughs> okay, so I have um, you're on Facebook and, and Instagram. I mean, LinkedIn. Yes. Website fabianrafael.com forward slash coaching for those who are interested in coaching. Yes, so yes. if you want to fire your boss and you're like, I'm tired of this, especially with COVID-19 happening, there's been a lot of drama in the workplace. So <laughs> if this was your moment to say, I am ready to do this, then this is the time. Um, and then you have free training is that go.fabianrafael.com forward slash webinar. Yes. yes. Okay. Perfect. So I have put that information in the chat. Are there any last words that you want to leave the audience, anyone who is pondering the possibilities of taking the leap into the entrepreneur world? Anything? I would say that, uh, and I've learned that with sports, but also with life, everything becomes so much easier when you decide to put someone in your corner. Um, whenever you want to do something big, of course, when you want to change or, or, you know, have a better life or monetize whatever you have as a knowledge or expertise, well, it's scary because it's, yeah. it's different. It's new. It's, it's, it's something that you've never done before, 
But uh, you never will grow if you are not looking to tap into that uncertainty and that discomfort. And that person that will lead you will be like, it will, it will, I'm not saying it's going to take away everything that you feel as, you know, fear or discomfort whatsoever, but it's going to ease your way. Yeah. Sincerely. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Um, You know, Rome wasn't built in a day and it definitely wasn't built by one person. Everybody needs a team. And if you are in a place where you're ready to take the leap, take the leap, but also know that you're going to need someone to help you to move the needle. You know, you're in the driver's seat. So take a chance on yourself. Um, Fabian, I want to thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast, What Are You Sporting About? Um, for any of you guys who are either watching this live or listening to this later, watching the video later, make sure that you go and follow Fabian on Facebook and LinkedIn. <laughs> Can you say it? Instagram, LinkedIn. So that's Fabian Raphael. Uh, make sure you follow her. There's some training that she has already talked about on this episode. If this is for you, take take the leap. I'm telling you, take the leap and do what you need to do. Again, guys, this is Savani DeRoz, protector of athletes. I'm so happy that you joined us today. I look forward to talking to another uh, podcast guest really, really soon. So you guys take care. Make sure that you come back though for another episode so you can be educated, motivated, and inspired to your very next level. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thanks for joining us this week on What Are You Sporting About? podcast. Make sure to visit our website, prosportlawyer.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite platform is so you'll never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or iHeartRadio. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, What Are You Sporting About? Attorney Savania DeBarros is available for private consulting at S ldebarros.com. And remember, we're here to educate, support, and guide you in your journey to success because we're all sporting about something.